And this is your boy Jay with the Sway Soul and the Velvet Vibes. Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, Live All War, Everything Answer E, all of the above, aka Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boy Shorts, Two Single Fathers, Two Single Guys, talking about love, life, and drinking libations. And uh, who are we inspired by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by. The good two, folks at Rockefeller Records. Right, right. Two, two very good bottles. We, uh, we were gifted our favorite bottle of Woodford Reserve. Um, shout out to the event we bartended tonight for the uh, Baltimore City uh, teachers, outreaches, outreachers that uh, work for the school systems. But we also have a, a very rare bottle of Eagle Rare. Um, it was a special occasion. I heard one of the uh, the directors of the Baltimore City teachers was a bourbon drinker. So I said, I'll, I'll go to the private stash. And they killed it. What they did? Apparently, all of the, literally all of the directors, <laughs> like the H and I C, the H and I C's H and I C, and the H and I C's H and I C H and I C, all bourbon drinkers, and they all uh, kept drinking this all night. So it's all good. You only see us a few times, so we, we pouring up. This for you, yeah. Oh, oh my bad. Well, if you, the, the good brother. I'm full, I'm full. Before we introduce, we gonna we always pour up. Ain't gonna be no clinks tonight, cause we uh we in we in plastic cup plastic boy cup. mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we used to have a nice little clink tonight, but uh we had to deal with what we were dealing with tonight. But um yeah, so we do have a very special guest in here tonight. Uh, one we've been really trying to get on for like two years. Um, I, I, since we did the podcast, um, it's, it's, it was a guest we've always wanted to get on. Yeah. Um, because we genuinely like his establishment the work he does it's a bucket list guess yeah yeah it's definitely a bucket list guess absolutely absolutely so this was yeah. very important to us yeah so uh very important this to brother us. man I, I think when we first met it was it's always like in passing because it's he's busy he's busy he's very busy right? and, and we both we, we have different <laughs> stories very, i think yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. get into so, how we so my come across initial, the brother my initial meeting was clearly always from you yeah and it's like yo that's that's him yeah he, he's the owner i'm like oh what's up man he was like you know like peace king he always always <laughs> he gives you the he gives you the like the the welcoming vibe of which every which it which is how life and 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 humanity should be. So he hits you with the peace king, you know, you know blessing. It was like, like real quick, quick and boom, boom, he's out of here. He's, he's, he's moving, he's moving, he's got, got moving pieces, pieces, he's making sure everything's straight. And, and then, then finally, finally, you know, we had a, he seen, seen us enough, enough and it was, it was like, like, oh, we, we had, had to talk, talk we had a quick talk on him. He was like, you know, just thank y'all for coming out. He recognized us and then, you know, he's back to moving his pieces. But 
Um, nonetheless, man, every Monday night, which I, I guess, dubbed it Mellow Moods Monday nights or whatever like that. Yeah. But man, it's it's always a pleasure to to come to a place where you can be freely black. And not <laughs> no, no, real, real talk, talk, real talk, talk man. man. You, you can, can come, come in and be freely, freely black and just listen to like some music which is not as mainstream or prevalent to you know I guess society today, man. And mm-hmm. and I really gotta pay homage and tribute to what you do at your establishment. But I ain't gonna introduce you. I'm gonna just let you introduce yourself. I'm just I gotta give you yeah. the build up. Yeah, absolutely. Then we yeah. wanna go into it some more. And then, so, yeah. then you get into it. So please, brother, if you were to my left. Would you please introduce yourself, sir? That's you. Oh, that's, that ain't that's me. you. That's <laughs> We've you. introduced yeah. ourselves. I'm for, hey, peace, family. Uh, yeah. Tara Stixon, owner of the Tara Cafe. Also, um, Tara Loft Consulting, which was real big doing COVID. That, yeah. And uh, that was real heavy. But also a black dad. Awesome. Real, real, well, real, we, real happy about that. Yeah. Probably got about 200 kids in the city belong to me. You know what I mean? And... Uh, yeah. It is what it is. I currently have 63, so yeah. I'm cool with it. I'm happy with my two. <laughs> 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 nah, I get, I get what but y'all saying. Cheers, Let's cheers, cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to the black guys. Uh, uh, shout out, shout out. So I like to say, I'm going to get into how I first came across uh, Terrence. It was probably 2011. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> 2000, not 2010, 2011. Co- I started working a job not off of 25th Street. Co-worker's like, yo, we going to get lunch. I'm like, all right, cool. Gave me a menu. Yo, get the fish up. All right, cool. Oh, shit, this shit banging. Mm-hmm. Yo, where's where's this place? And now it's Turk Cafe down the street. All right. So I used to come in there, pop in for lunch, grab, you know, order some food. Yeah. Um, and you would see council members in there chilling on their laptops. Um, great spot. Um, a couple years later, my cousin, uh, you know, Greg Landa Kush. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, yo, you know Terrence? I was like, I was like yeah, that's Terrence. Oh, yeah, that's a good spot, good spot. And it's always seen Terrence around in the community. And I know he knows people are always watching him, whether he knows them personally or just from passing. But he's always been the same brother. And that, that that's real. <laughs> you know, I mean, from from my from my experience, yeah, it's, it's always been the same brother. And I really appreciate that. So it makes making sure you go out your way, like, all right, I'm hungry. I'm stopping here. I, went, I thought I was gonna go through a drop through. Now I'm gonna get out my car. I must. I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna spend a, a couple dollars with the brother and keep it in the community. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's been a while. I haven't known him personally, but I know yeah, enough of him. That's real big. For, for you know, I feel like for a long time. And then you know, Monday nights is to Kyle's point. It's like a family vibe, man. Yeah. It's I bring my kids and they like it feels like a black movie. Well, you know what that that was Terra Cafe was all about. Yeah, I first started mm-hmm. in the concept because. I grew up, my father worked real hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Worked at night and uh, worked in the daytime, worked at night, went to school in the daytime. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a certain time that was family time. Mm-hmm. That was that dinner every time, every night, eight o'clock, we'd wait up, have dinner, but then every couple of weeks he'd take us out to eat. Mm. And uh, it was something else, it wasn't, it, it was Italian, mm-hmm. it was Chinese, it was steak. But it was never black, and that was Terror Cafe was created for. Mm. It was created to be a place where uh, people could see black awesome. Not Ooh, only white, black, awesome. black, and purple, but just everybody, yeah. you know, to really identify with it. That's real. Like, my first experience, you and you said it. You was yeah. like, yo, let's go to Terror. 
We were hungry. I mean, we were like, it was one of the Mondays where it's like, long days of work, we're hungry. I said, yeah. bro, like, let's go get something to eat. Let's go out. He said, yo, bet, we're going to Terra. He was excited because I have <laughs> I have never been. This is, you know, this is what Jay does. He's like, yo, we're going to Terra. Let's go. There you go. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what's the what's the hype about? You know what night it was? It was jazz night. Nah, huh. it was uh, after walked into a podcast. Oh yeah, we that left. That was my first Montigo. time there. Yeah, they come here. We left Montego yeah, with, yeah. and Fani actually Fani, wound yeah. up coming Come, after up with us. us. Yeah, yeah. And we went that night. Yeah. And he said, "Yo, let's go." Like, yo, the, all he kept talking about was fish sandwiches. He never said jazz. <laughs> he never said jazz. All he said was fish sandwiches. I'm like, yo, well, hell, I go for a good fish sandwich. You know, I ain't no, you feel know I me? Mean? I yeah. ain't no stranger to a good fish sandwich. So we get in there, and then immediately. What's, What's the guy's, the guy's name? name? He sells, he sells the he sells, sells the oils, oil, but now he's doing the organic juices and the sea Yeah, uh, him, him and his wife, Derek Barnes. Yeah, him and his wife. Shout out, awesome. awesome. Shout out, big shout out to the Barnes gang. Rum cake. Yo, that chocolate rum cake. Yo, call me an Uber. We gotta go upstairs. Any money that y'all come, please, Derek Barnes and his wife. Listen, Listen, the, the drunk, drunk rum cake, she puts her, she does her thing with that drunk rum cake. The chocolate cake, uh, I had the mango moss um, juice. I usually drink that in the morning when I go to work. Gives me, it, it's, it's like that. It's real. Yeah, you know what's beautiful about that? It's not only that, it's the whole concept of family, love, and black arts. And see, that's... That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And the Friday, I think the first time we met him was that night, and he yeah, had yeah, he yeah. selling oils and soaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the front and inside. Yeah. I bought some oil. He said, I got that, yeah. that, that was the first because that they were doing the sprays and absolutely shea butter. And they did that. They, matter of fact, they took that to the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah. So I real happy. I I couldn't leave without. Taking, taking something, something with me. I can't, I can't take the fish sandwich with me because it's <laughs> I took I it with me, but like, like mm -hmm. yeah, man, but I was like, I gotta, I, gotta, I, have, I have to take something from this place of just blackness and and and, and peace. And that's, and that's all it was. It was just black. It was just peacefully black in there. That's what it is. And and he was like, yo, let's get the fish sandwich. Let's get the greens and the macaroni and cheese. I said, listen, let me get that. I said, let me get that. Let me get that. I said, I can't not have. And then. Follow up. I'm like, yo, they, they doing love music in here. Rock and like, oh yeah. Oh, you came down your first night. It was Monday. This Monday. No, 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 no. This is pre COVID. This is pre COVID. This is 19. This is 19. This is 19. This is 19. And um, didn't know Rufus was gonna be there. Uncle Rufus. I call him Uncle Rufus. Uncle Rufus was there. I said, yo, I know Rufus. That's Rufus. He because we we bartended an event he did for Marilyn Mosby. Okay. So shout out to shout, shout out to Uncle Rufus. Um, so then he was there. So I'm like, what else is about to happen? That's when I met Clarence. So when I seen Clarence play, that was nice to meet Clarence. It was I met everybody. We met Deja. We met everybody that seen Yes, everybody that night. And I said, bro, why have we not been here? You've known about this fight. He used to come here with all the guys. When we first met, we should have been pulling up on Monday. So like, we, we try to make it a point that every Monday night we were coming to experience the peaceful blackness that Terra Cafe has to offer. And then finally, the one whatever Monday it was, like you were there. I mean, you were all you're all there, but it was like you were like more. Yeah, the free moment. Yeah, yeah, the free moment. And then like looking at him, like you see, even his his his. 
his attire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had the satchel. He was just real like. You look, you look like you like own this place. You know what I mean? Like, this Mr. Bill. The dreads, like, what's up, Peace King? Like, what's up, homie? You enjoying yourself? Like, all right, God bless us. And he just rolled out, like, yeah. That's black. That's what I mean. Like, black godfather, like, just like, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, I want to get into the development of Terry as well, but on those nights, you know, when the inside, even now, what was so beautiful also about it. To your point, to your point about, about family, family, you sit you with sit strangers. strangers. Yeah. You know, because you know, that's, that's, that's a great part. part. It's standing standin only. only. And so, so Kyle and I, we might get a four top. And we see two ladies, ladies come in, like older ladies or older gentlemen or whatever. Either take our seats with us. And then sit there with us. Two other ladies come I can stand and eat. Take our seats with us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that's, that's, that's that culture, and that's one of the things that's really missing. That you know, we have them leading us. No. Right, we've been mimicking others and see others haven't been treating us with the proper hand. So if you're not treating me with the proper hand, I'm mimicking you. That's guess what I'm doing to myself. I'm hurt myself. It's that hostile takeover part. Yes, man. Pack with love again. You know what I mean? Then we're giving instructions. No, that's real. So, so with the development of terrorism, like I said, we're going in since around 2011. You didn't yeah, always have the second, second side. side. So it wasn't so always, always the, the where the jazz is. No, no, no. Yeah. It was, it was the, the carryout side. And that's been, and even on the carryout side, I was walking in seeing council members on their laptop. You know, politicians on that, just hanging out chilling. It, you know what, we get, we we opened up in 2009. I started to build out like 2008. Recessions coming out. I never even thought about nothing of that nature. You know, I'm getting ready to open up one of the toughest business in an area that you know really wasn't real receptive to blacks. You figure I'm in a we're in the heart of the city. We're in the heart of the city. It's, it's the two most populated uh, intersections uh, going east and west and north and south. And um, I had a crazy idea. I was going to treat people, trick people to eating healthy. Okay. I, was I was gonna show, show people, people what black awesome was. was. And then this and thing came recession. recession. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the first, first month or so, so did awesome. awesome. We opened up still, paid no attention to it. And uh, we got our first, first little magazine thing, thing Black Enterprise magazine, and that was like it. After, after that, that never looked back. Awesome, man. So that was crazy. No, that's right. And and what what was the what is the process? What was it like getting to your liquor license? I remember one day we were Randomly in there eating with one of them, actually my, my VP, and conversation, you were saying, you made a comment about where the lines were drawn, you were on terrors on the side that zoned for the, like the harbor, and like across the street is zoned for a different section, so it changes maybe the price or the, the availability. Yeah, yeah. Like, like $200,000 versus like 1100 I know that that's <laughs> no, but it's uh, so much so. No, but I, but I mean, I mean, really, I mean, really to that extent. You know, we're the last address on the map, and that's really pretty significant. But I mean, even all Jared Cafe goes even deeper than that. You can go all the way back to the Chitlin Circuit. It was called the Red Door. Really? All right. And uh, it was so crazy that Mojo Pace and I, I created a built out a club over in a restaurant over there called the Red Door. And that was way back in the day, but but it used to be the Red Door during the Chetland Circuit, and they were called it. It was like uh, the tra training ground. 
So what so would what happen is those that were white that were scared to go across the Pennsylvania Avenue to the actual strip, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So musicians would come and play. Okay, you can come and play there. Um, we would cook there, but we couldn't come. We couldn't eat there, and we couldn't come in the front door. As a matter of fact, if you know Baba Robert off of um, what is the market? Eastern, no, uh, East Eastern Market over there. there. Uh-huh. All right, and he has all the Dinka art outside of the door and the garb. All right, his father played jazz in there. He played he played the organ in there when he was a kid. Talk to him. I mean, Baltimore. When I came from New York, I thought I was gonna miss a lot, but when I got here, it was so rich, and it was like it was like a diamond. Mine. You know, there were diamonds that just need a little bit of pressure, a little bit of heat to get right. And uh, nobody was doing anything. They was just kicking them around like they was rocks. Yo, that's the thing with, they write this city off so much. They were, they, like, it's, it's, people have written this city off so much. And even with, um, what was that place? Phase 10? Phase, Phase 10. 10. That was yeah. another spot that had live Yo, music written in a tough neighborhood to get into. Even not tough, yeah. Difficult. Two, two doors down is um, UB Blake. Mm-hmm. UB Blake. Uh, UB Blake. Yeah, the UB Blake was right. There. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? The same building before I bought the place on Twenty Fifth Street. I looked at that building, but I couldn't work out the deal with the parking lot. But like oh. you said, it was a. It's a tough. It's a tough situation over mm-hmm. there. It really it is yeah. like that. But second phase is he's back and popping. He's right yeah. there by the courthouse. Yeah, I've been they got the live. They got live music. Yeah. You know what I mean. We gotta pull up. Yeah, yeah pull up. Yeah, I haven't been. Is he still in the same yeah. building or the same? No, it's a different spot. It's right a by different the, spot. Calvert Street, Calvert, and I forget the cross street, but it's right by the courthouse. Okay. Yeah, we gotta pull up one time. Yeah, I've been there for lunch, but I haven't been for like yeah. even like so. nightlife. Yeah. Okay, but even still, like Phase Ten was definitely one of those spots where you could tell it was about to be like mm-hmm. the spot. And yeah, you yeah. know what? And that that's the one thing. That's the one thing in Baltimore. But one of the key things that we have to do. It's changed the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get to the point where we're not sharecropping. We have to own the bricks. So many businesses, all right, um, invest so much and have no real, you know, wrote no real foundation to stand yeah. on at that point because we don't own the bricks. It's like sitting on sand. Someone can come in one day and have an emotional decision and say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to renew your lease. Mm-hmm. Here it is. You done put two, three hundred thousand. You're about four or yeah. five years in. And remember, when you have a business, it's just not about the money that comes in the door. It's the energy. Yeah. So just like how you said, you knew where to come back home. Mm-hmm. So the value of that. Think about all of the thousands of people that have come through Terra Cafe door. So when if if we ever go somewhere, we ain't going nowhere, y'all. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Not. But what would happen is that somebody would inherit that space, and you see a lot of times in development of that that they'll put some some of the local businesses in place just to actually get that energy. And once that first cycle of your lease, that two, three years gone, you're done. Because you know what I mean? They pull it from you. Because they've saying. already they've gotten everything. They've got because it what? It doesn't take twenty one days to be a habit. It's like sixty six days or something or sixty two yeah. days. And but after they've done that, you know, now that's a watering hole. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I mean these are the things that we really have to be conscious of because that's what continues to happen to us is that regardless of where, where we set up, if we don't set up right, okay, it's that inevitable. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, I'd rather fight on my feet than on my knees. And that's the big difference between that, the ownership piece Power. and sharecropping. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's real talk. I, I want to get into how you get from, go from New York to Baltimore, but in this particular topic, 
is this where Terra Consulting comes in? Because I hear the knowledge and the wisdom that you've gained over the years in this conversation. And I'm wondering, is that knowledge and wisdom is what's being what's being given in Terra yeah, Consulting? Exa- exa- How did that come about? Exa- you said, exactly. Yeah. You know, one of the things that you see a lot of cats out here right now, and thankful for all the people out here with the financial literacy and sharing everything of that nature, but a lot of this is stuff that they studied on. What we share at Terra Loft Consultant is what we live. So guess what? We got those scars. Your money's where your You know what is. I mean? We got those scars. That's why we're stars. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh. because we have the ability to actually share. You know, we've been involved with quite a few programs. Um, mm-hmm. The Boost Program, the Baltimore City Downtown Partnership, um, a relationship with the Hyatt Regency, mm-hmm. Baltimore uh, Community Lending, yeah. that we're the technical assistant, meaning that I can get bread for people. Yeah. That businesses out there in the city of Baltimore right now will do the certification for you. And, and it's not only about the bread, but it's about the penetration and what we talked about, about ownership, is that you put a business in position where they're credit worthy, mm-hmm. they know about their finances, and they've set up a legacy. They know how to set it up so if something happens to them, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's there for their kids. That's right. And, and that, that's the big difference. So at what point do, do you no longer give away knowledge for free? You know what? I'm gonna tell you what. That was that's what that's yeah, so crazy yeah. that you say that. Because that's one of the things that um everyone's saying right now, monetizing. You know, how do I how do I put a dollar to what I'm doing for right now? Mm-hmm. One of the things I look at is this is that guess what? Um the basics, all right, we need that. Okay. I can't be that selfish, all right, mm-hmm. not to give you the basics. Now, when you're ready to make your move, when you're ready to do your two million dollar development. When you're ready to actually... When it's some real money. You know, now we're going to talk. I have a program that's called the Bamboo Program. It's a couple of dollars. So, you know, for your membership every month, you know, depending on the size of your business, you're going to get two, three different mentors. You're going to have someone that's dedicated to you. And what the focus is is ownership. You know, for the first six months, nine months, we get you straight. You know, after that, now we're preparing you for the hunt, meaning we're getting your credit ready, the Mm -hmm. whole nine yards. And so the vision is is that in about 18 months that you're ready to own the bricks. You're changing the narrative forever. You never look back. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And see, nobody's sharing that with nobody. Okay? All right? They're talking about some of the bags, but I'm talking about legacy. I'm talking about something bigger mm-hmm. than that, baby. Because them bags going to fade. Right. They ain't that big. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's just real, yo. No, no. no, no because... Uh, a lot of thoughts. That conversation. Oh no, no, I was gonna put this down. Oh yeah, go yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I think I fight with that as well, on a much smaller scale. Tutoring algebra. I want to give everyone the knowledge of algebra. But at what point do I? I how my, at what point do I value my time? In my in my wisdom and knowledge of failed tests. Yours are scars and business business mistakes. You know, do I, you know, yeah, it's the general question. How do you determine that? Even podcasting. A thousand people have asked us, how do you start a podcast? So we've given them the basic knowledge. But then it's the point, you know, where it comes. Giving away all of the free game or all of the knowledge I know. Only to see people take it and do uh, wondrous things. That's what we want. Or people not to use it at all. And that's when you become frustrated. Like, I should have charged you. You wasn't going to do nothing with it. Well, see, you want to know what that, that's one of the key things that we've been talking about, too, that people respect when you got to spend a dollar. And that's why I charge. That's why I determined I need to charge the tutor 
Because when I charge people, they charge the tutor. They do their homework. They do everything. Their parents are engaged. When I don't, um, just some random person that comes. That's it. And talks numbers. And, and see that Small that's, scale, but that's how yeah, I yeah no, but yeah. I mean that's real. I mean, but one of the things is that you know I was sharing with um, big shout out to uh, Mike Wilson from Concord Appraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I haven't seen this. I've seen this cat today. I haven't seen him in a maybe almost like 15 years. And I've known him 20 mm-hmm. years, over 20 years. But one of the things he says is that, yo, when are you going to put a value on what you do for your community? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of the things is that I believe that, you know, the universe is balanced. All of that energy that you actually put out, okay, that's going to come back. Of course. But one of the key things is it doesn't come back to you. Okay? Because if you're a warrior, I'm good. If you see me fighting the bear, guess what I want you to do? Help the bear. Help the bear. <laughs> okay, son, I got this. I got this. You feel me? And I think that's the energy because if we don't, if you're a warrior, you don't, then what happens? You actually, you actually go in reverse. You feel me? And I think that that's one of the key things that's happening in our community. They've got people so much lullaby to sleep that, that, that grown men are right. It's better for an excuse. Man, it's raining. I can't come to work right now, man. I'm, I'm, it's raining. I don't got no umbrella. Yo, you just told me yesterday you just got your kids. Yo, you just told me you had some obligations, son. I'm not understanding. But, I mean, that that's that's one of the key things. It's, it's a lot that's going on out here right now. So some of the things we do have to give back. Because if I, I'm going to be all right. Okay, I'm going to be all right. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that if you don't give them what you do on that podcast... All right. right, you might have gave, gave 50, 50 people that joint. Guess, Guess what? what? Maybe, Maybe you changed the narrative for three, three people, people out of all of that. Yeah. All right, and they're gonna they run up to you later, like, like, like four or five. five. The people roll up to me like three, three four, four, five, ten years later. Baby, this is the guy. He gave me a shot. You feel me? And I mean that—that's that. When you actually, where do we get that value? Where do we get that brand? So guess what? You might still gotta give some away. Okay. But then, then you're going to figure out how that angle and how you get some bread for you because you're worthy of some too. And uh, I tell you what, that's what I've been really wrestling with the last couple of months is that I've been somewhat really on hiatus. You know, we've been rocking the thrive on Thursdays and stuff of that nature. I've been beating the drum with the community and stuff of that nature. And a lot of cats weren't reacting. And I kind of had to figure out why. You know what I mean? I had to figure out whether or not there was something short that I was doing on my side or something of that nature. But one of the things I realized is that guess what? I got to keep coming. Mm-hmm. All right. That society has had not just when you look at a grown person that's 30 years old and you're trying to tell them how to get themselves together and really maximize on their business and where they are. Not. Remember, your business is just not what you're doing here right now, but your business is your family. Your business is your private self. You know what I mean? There are a lot of things that are accountability and some of the systems that we use for that is what we really use for business. You know, because we're learning what we're doing. Okay? But um, that, that, that's kind of like, you know what I mean? That, that's kind of like where it falls at right now. Is that we got to do some things for our community because it's real bad out there. You know, the system, you're doing algebra, so you see the kids in school. All right? You got grown kids that don't know how to write a check. You got grown kids that don't, don't know anything how to write. about it. Don't, don't, they can't even write cursive. At some point in time, I know that when I grew up, I went to the South End Center. 
I had practice on my singles because no problem was going to be famous, famous son. <laughs> All right? All right? You can't, you can't be famous and you don't have no somebody actually autograph. You put your mark down the X. You feel me? And see, that's what we have to give them. We have they come to your cafe. See, that's what they get. They see this crazy boy walking around with flip-flops and yoga pants on. Got sheets and say, hey, and people are jumping and moving and everything else. And crazy people, you know, it's an energy. It's, it's not a person, no, it's just, just who I am. am. It's an it's energy. So that way, guess, guess what? what? Now, now they, they see something. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe they, they decide they want some yoga pants, huh? huh? I don't got. I mean, I, I'm close to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get that? See, that's your, that's your <laughs> energy. But like, but see, but see, that's what I'm talking about. For us, getting bosses. Please understand. understand when the rock and roll started, this whole thing, thing with school, school and everything, everything else, else, you think you it was for them? them? It, it, it was, was for, 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 for creating us, us to be like, like their kids. Yeah. Did we Did get the same, same lesson their kids did? No. no. It was for, it was for, for creating us to be great, great workers. workers. Yeah. Yeah. They just wanted they just you to work. They ain't had no change. They ain't still had no change. So they said, let's teach them how to act. You feel me? So we can go through different things and things. But that's the basis of We all are in a particular lane or a, a particular, particular lane of a, of a career, career where, mm-hmm. where we have the, we have the opportunity to give back, to give back right? right? My my, my lane, lane is, is I work with kids. I work with at risk, what they call at risk youth. I don't call them. Yeah, that's, that's, I just call I just kids call who need guidance. That's all, man. That's all it is. I call them kids that need guidance. And a lot of the kids who I work with, when you listen to them talk, they articulate, even showing them cursive. Like, I work at a military. I basically work at a military alternative school. So like their first two weeks is what they call acclimation phase. <clears throat> Outside of me showing them uh, the military, you know, lifestyle, DNC, like drilling ceremony and uh, certain verbiage of the military. Like when it comes to the classroom, like military subjects, I don't really teach military subjects. I teach them how to write cursive. I teach them how to read cursive because a lot of them, their grandparents are still alive and a lot of them, their older their elders write cursive. So when they get letters, they're staring at the letters for like 20 minutes trying to figure out words. Trying to figure out what is this. Yeah, so I, so I will teach them curses for two weeks. And then by the time the two weeks is up, they can get a letter and read it. And I don't, you know, but, but, and that's the wild part is that they took that out of the schools. Like, we, yeah, were, we, we were learning we were that in third grade. grade. Remember, remember yeah, when we were in school, school. I, I mean, I don't know what grade you taught it or learned it, but... In third grade, don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I know, I know, the air is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you learn something, that's why that's I had to say it like that. No disrespect. Don't do that. But no, like you know, you know when you you know you know when like how there are are lessening our kids. Education, education uh, value uh, is when they start taking stuff out of the school. school. Yeah. yeah, cursive is like cursive is a big thing. Like I was like in second grade, I knew when I finished second grade, I'm like, bro, I'm learning cursive next year. Y'all not gonna tell me nothing. Um, dude, yo, yo, that was big kid stuff. You feel what I'm saying? That was big kid stuff. You know what I mean? To not go, you can do your the big fat muscles. Big thumb. Couldn't wait to learn cursive because I was like, listen. 
Oh, my oh, life my is life leading is up to this point is talking about how to write, write my name, my name in cursive. Right. I see my I see mom, mom writing, writing, my grandmother, my dad. Everybody's writing in cursive. So the so day that I learn cursive, I'm coming home. Y'all not telling me nothing. I'm reading all your letters. I know what y'all saying. You know what I mean? I'm excited. These kids are coming to me and they're like, I can kind of make it out. But, but how do you how make, do you this, make letter? this letter? Or or what does this, what say? Is this or say? Can you can you, can you show me? Show me how? I'm like, come to the board. Now I have to like write the alphabet out first. Then I say, well, show me how. What's your name? And write your name in cursive. Like start with each letter. Like you know, and write your name out. So like when it comes to things like that and our education, because you give out the education and you give back the the bread, as you said, we'll call it bread. The bread is knowledge. I look at it as knowledge. So when so we give back, give back the knowledge or the bread to our community and to our family, yeah, you you don't look for the accolades, but you definitely want sure you want definitely want to make sure that everybody's getting a slice of that bread. That's the main part. Is everybody's getting a slice of that bread and they're eating and knowing that the one person that gave me that slice of bread ten years ago. I'm getting, I'm getting a slice, a slice of, bread of bread now because uh, you feel me like now like here I am in 2019, 2019 almost 10 years later, later I'm getting I'm a slice of bread, bread. Because, because you got, you got it, it and then you got it from somebody else and you got it and there you go and see, see how you're passing it out and it works I'm gonna tell you what it does work because at some point in time you will get to the point that you'll size out you will get to the point of where you say okay well now one of the key things is this is that and this is one of the flaws I look at Baltimore City is that they keep taking you know it's a cannibalistic type of economics that they take from the city you know what I mean when you know you see your tight your tights your your taxes going up they're ticketing everything but yet when it's time for big projects or something of that nature Druid Hill Park that listen there should be no license plates on that job to say Pennsylvania all right, all right, all right, Atlanta, Atlanta whatever. whatever. It should be, it should be no, it should be just basically everything straight Maryland and really companies within Baltimore City here. And that's one of the key things that I want to talk to all of tonight about in reference to us actually putting together and creating these businesses. And it's all because one of the key things is this, is that if you look at all the programs that have been out there for so long, they teach the same thing. It teach a dream that you're never gonna complete. That might be my phone ringing. That's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's probably that's me. Is it? No, no, no. Don't. No, nah, all right. Be good. Right. Bless. No, nah, yeah. but but what happens is that it's stuff that's really not not tangible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know what because mean? what happens, happens is that, that yeah, you need you need six months of this, you need twelve months of this, and they throw you and out. They throw you out. I know when I, I know when I went to the first time. Here it is. Here it is. Um. Um. Wow. Small, 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 small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,small,
Wow. All right. All right. Um, um, one of the key one things, of the key things that, that I've learned I've is guess what? The only one's going to help us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And there's some other language that we have to speak. A lot of people are surprised when you say to a business like this about, I need to see a P&L. You know, you need to see what? What's that? You know, because we had to work with shoeboxes. Remember, nine times out of ten when we started a business, how did they start? How did they start? 1500 bucks, a couple of half-way credit cards, maybe. All right, but a great idea. idea. You know, they know how to do front end of the business. But what happens is where we trip up is that, you know, we get out there with rock stars and rock it out. You know what I mean? We can take anything. We can look at the sports. Look at music. Whatever we do, what do we dominate? So even though we don't know what we're doing, we're dominating. All right. All right. You know, but you know, what happens, what happens now, now with the thing that we're talking, talking about, about with the TLC, TLC and everything else, else is that is you're dominating for this intention. But not only are you doing business, business structure, but here's the other part, you're doing, doing a social enterprise. But where you're socially committing and working in your community. Okay? Okay. See, I can't go to town to tell them that I'm going to show you how to do this and I'm going to change your community. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So we so can't we allow anybody to continue to keep coming in our community and dictating what's right for us. You know, and just be allowing it. It's just, just not. not. And even and though, even guess what? All the things you can't. That's it. All right. All right. Because it's bigger than just the skin. It's the thought, the energy, and the system is playing the land of the gulf. All right. All right. Because you can have someone who starts cold, and their vision is white as snow. Okay. And not and saying, not saying it, won't it won't work, but guess what, that's not for us. That's not for us. You know what I mean? We have we some issues that we need to take care of, care of we need to take care of those. We need to get back to the base of family again. You know, we don't need that that big pocket again. All right? Because if not, we're going to continue the same thing. We need to get back to the love with our youth again. All right? Because right now, they're so lost that they're making mistakes. Facts. You know what I mean? I got, I got, I got, got some of you that, that, like I said, like I, said I, got I got about 200 kids. That regardless of what happened, they know where to come back home. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. okay. Guess what? Guess what? We're going to have to have every conversation. We're going to have to have every conversation. Because I want to have max traction out of you. But you know that you're going to love love here. Right. Okay. And of those 200, I don't know how many of them are men. But I know men, men. Robin, but, but the heart is pure and it's the intention. I think sometimes, too, the flaws are what, 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 what makes us more relatable. relatable. You know, yeah, knowing yeah, that you, know, that you know, live real life, you have real mistakes. And, you know, you don't present holier than thou. You know, you know, never act like you made mistakes. I'm like, all right, you know, I've lived a life. Just a couple. Right, right. You know, it will say, like, I've been where you are. And you understand and because at least, at least see, see, you, you are, are, I know I can tell you how to fight out of it because you see where I'm at. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's one thing. That, you know, most of the cast that I know, like yourself, guess what? You already know. You can throw you anywhere. Throw you anywhere in projects in Russia. And guess what? You're going to survive. You're going to do it right. You know what I'm saying? That we have, but you find yourself, you're strong. 
You know what I mean? And that, and that, that concept, concept of, of you know, let's see a lot of my youth stuff that nature they haven't talked about that way. They broke a lot. They lack that a lot. They've given them the option to come up with a good excuse. That shit's good. Yo, when you got a family, you come up with a good excuse. Yo, Lion can't come back and say, I ain't caught nothing. Just don't come back. You ain't got no sound. What the hell you back here? You feel me? To that point. You're on it. You know, the determining these bucks, right? Kyle supervisor. How do you? How? how, how what is what that, that level, level of excuse you see within people you employ? If it is, but, but how, how, how do you mitigate? How do you maneuver, maneuver throughout that? Because even being in that, that leadership, leadership, leadership position before, before definitely had that. You know, I can't. It's just raining. To your point, it's raining heavy. You know, I'm calling out. I was born in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, no, South Carolina. South Carolina. 
All right, I was right. born in a house where my pops house, paid like $25, like $28. I wish. It's a bird for me. All right, she All right. stayed like four or five days. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Took me and my mom the whole nine yards. But then we went to San Francisco, Connecticut. All right, so that was a big change because that was like the Plymouth Rock. You know what I mean? That's the executive bedroom. Stanford, Springdale, New Canaan. Darien, all right. That's the executive bedroom of Wall Street. All right, because that's that Plymouth Rock money, son. All right, but it's a different type of racism there. Okay, we're in the South. I remember my grandfather having a shotgun in his truck. Okay, all right, huh? Right there, right there. I remember my grandmother busting me in the back at the Woolworth because I could I swung up on the chrome joints and you would have to order your chili and cheese, your chili dog and cherry coke, go outside and wait for it. Okay, I remember white only water faucets. Okay, you feel me? So you know what I mean. But what happened in Connecticut was a different type because I could talk to you. I work with you. I might even call you buddy. But guess what? You ain't coming to me. You ain't You ain't dating my daughter. All right. All right. And I definitely don't have any loyalty to you. You feel me? I, I, I met, met some crazy, crazy people, people there. there. All right. right. Um, um, I, did I did my first six, six figures at about 24. Okay. okay. All right. That's real life. You know, you know I was on 11th Avenue. Get, get in the car, in the business. car business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, sold to some pretty awesome people. Harrison Ford. All right. You know. You know, guy, a few people, a whole lot of rap, a whole lot of rappers, a whole lot of Dominicans, too. Hey! Dominicano! Cat food boxes. Yeah! It is what it is. I'm glad because that was how I What? What? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, but um, you know, you know, it's, it's great, great things, things here. here. I mean, all all have, have, you know, they have, they have so, so much resources, so much opportunity. You know, if I can empower everybody involved, everybody black to do something right now, I would say buy a house, buy a building, buy the bricks, send the bricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to own the bricks. bricks. It doesn't, it doesn't work, work any other way. way. It, doesn't. it doesn't. You know what I mean? mean? That was that one of the key things. things. So, so even when you want to look, look at, at, you know, you know we, we're, we're not, 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 not going to go back to the 48 acres of the mule because that was the real thing. You know what I mean? That after they realized what would happen, and guess what? Even when they, they originally were giving away 280 acres, but because we weren't equal to, they cut us down, down baby. baby. That's horrible. They cut us down. Hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I mean, so, I mean these, these, this, this is just based on the basic stuff. It ain't that heavy. Right, right. You know, it don't, don't take a whole lot of you from the countries really. Get a piece of paper, write it down, put a line in the middle, and you can figure this thing out. You know, but one of the key things is that we really do have to get ourselves together now. We're not paying attention. 
okay? There's so much changing in Baltimore City and so many cities. And the middle class is being erased. Yeah, yeah. If you really want to think about it. You know, you have a you have a hiccup already. All right, within, within the generations of where cats really didn't level up to that, that point of being a middle class, of being a homeowner, of being stable, stable within, within families. families. You know, we, you know, we out here wild and crazy. You feel me? So that gap has to be filled. So what the new thing is, this is especially for Baltimore, guess what? There's no more blue collar jobs here. All right. And down at the port, down at the steel. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so what the what the new new the new blue collar jobs are? Micro black businesses. Hmm. Micro black businesses. It's from the ground up. Literally, like, that's crazy. But the only thing that we're missing right now is, is TLC because we just need that structure straight off the cuff. You know, with our program right now, with the Bamboo program, you're telling me that you get involved, you're going to make money, all right, and you're going to work with a cooperative. And I'm talking to some other people about some concepts. But what will happen in two years, you're on the building. So, so now, now, now you're, you're in a great situation. You got your business on the first floor, on the second floor within the concept. You got an apartment that you're renting out. Ah, right. on the third yeah. floor. Yeah. Guess yeah. what? You yeah. might live there. That makes so much sense. Okay, as a homeowner, Barry Gordy did that. Barry Gordy did that. He started at Hitsville, the house. Yep. Started at Hitsville, and then each. House, house down, down the, the block. block. He, he just kept, kept buying the, the treasury, the oh. accounting, the Come on. like the distribution company. Like each house from Hitsville to your right, or to your, if you look at Hitsville, to your left, is distribution, finance, accounting. Like he did that, and then there was like a whole apartment building where Marvin Gaye, Diana, everybody. It was a way to keep the money in the community. Like same thing. Think about the concept. My fault. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But he bought. He bought two blocks. He bought two sides of the street. It was each building represented um, something that led back to Motown, where where the money came back home. And then he. And then what he did was the smart thing was what which I learned is that he. If we're, if we're looking, looking at, at the street, street this, this side represents uh, Hitsville, this side represents his, his other record, record companies. companies. Okay. So, so within, within the other record companies, companies what, he what he did was take Gladys Knight, Knight and the Pips and had them sing Marvin Gaye's Heard It Through the Grapevine. So if, if they're on that record label, they still got the right, like Marvin Gaye still got the rights to that song, which basically Motown got the rights to that song to Marvin Gaye and then what they, what they do, do is, is have each artist record the song. Five, five, five. They pick five to six different artists, artists, and record the song five different times. So whether they are signed to Motown, that label, that label, that label, all that money comes back to this side of the street. Comes back to Motown. They just, you know, they split, still splice it back out, and they go. It, it stays within Motown. So you have that's a social enterprise. So you have that's a social enterprise. Within across the street, so there's four on this side, four on that side. Each of these buildings on the left side is different record labels, but he puts them under different names, but they still all go back to Motown. That's what you're talking about. That was some smart shit. Like, and even looking at it, you're like, damn. You keep all the money, if you got to spend it, why don't you buy it? When I was in construction, a lot of cats rent tools, never rent tools. If I'm going to make money, I'm going to buy it. 
Mm-hmm. Ownership is everything. Yeah. Yo, that's, that's what we need to get back to. I, I know what you're saying. But, but I mean, that's how yeah, I articulate You see it in history, too. You know, one of the greatest black businessmen was James Brown, but they never chowed him out like that. He was the cat that had radio station, hotels, museums, mm-hmm. art galleries. If he went somewhere and he couldn't eat, guess what? He bought it. I'll be the boss tomorrow. Okay. And, you know, during that time, it was real heavy because blacks couldn't eat everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the chicken box came from. Yeah. You know, a couple of eggs, you know what I mean? Some fried chicken in a shoe box, and you're on your way because you had to stop something. You had to eat. You, had to eat you know? So, yeah. But, uh, to, or the, the last thing to that, how do we get all of that knowledge into the generation, into the to the youth? Because one of the things we were saying is, you know, out the the the, the generation after us is kind of lost. How, how how do we instill all of this knowledge into the generation? How do we give all of this knowledge to the community? How do how do I explain to someone the benefits of a co-op and have them participate in it? You know, one of the things that you have to do is you have to give people an understanding of ownership. Okay. Okay, that's number one. All right. And not entitlement, but ownership. Okay, it's two different words. So you have to work for it. And you have to, they have to understand that guess what? They're going to go as far, mm-hmm. all right, as, uh, as they put the work in. You know what I mean? And that's one of the key things. You know, but but the one thing that you can't fake our kids about, yo, you got to show them the money. Yeah, you got to show yeah. them in the long run where it's going to be at, where it's going to be beneficial. Okay, they're not taking the smoke and mirrors. They've seen what we've done. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's a couple of things. You know, those levels of people that we have to really concern ourselves with, because our youth are saying, "What are you leaving us?" You know, yeah. and when you look back, what did you really leave them? And and our elders are saying, "What are you doing with what I left you?" Now, guess what? Some of us, some of them didn't leave us nothing but uh, a closet of leisure suits and a couple of broken down Cadillacs. You feel what I'm saying? Because they weren't focused either. You know, one of the things is that, you know, you have to understand that blacks, we've had trauma. Okay? That if you ain't never had, see, because it's two different conversations. When you're actually having a conversation, all right, with somebody with some wealth, with family, Mm -hmm. with they own, all right, guess what? They're a very full person. Yeah. Okay, they're pretty good, right? All right? Because the only thing they're focused on is how to grow their money more. Mm-hmm. But let's say you got somebody that's just barely getting by. I really ain't getting by. Yeah. They're just on a slow train to to that death of debt. Okay? okay? That it's always a put something on it. All right? It's two different conversations. I don't hear nothing you saying. Okay? Because I know I need to get some bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if this short money is it, I'm gonna get this short money. Yeah. And then what happens when I get some, I don't know what to do with it. Like, you know, people talk a lot about the trickle down doesn't work, and we know it don't work. Yeah, yeah, they talk about it, it's gonna yeah. work, that shit don't work. Okay, mm-hmm. but one of the key things also, we've created, there's something else new that's going on that we need to pay attention to, is that you have a trickle up problem. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you have people that have gotten finances and gotten some money and didn't know what to do with it the right way, and what happens? They end up giving it right back to the same sector and uh, taking it out of the community. Yeah. So that's just as bad. That's a trickle-up problem. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You get some bread. Instead of you actually really investing in your business and making sure that you have ownership, you buying BMWs. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Please understand that if you can sacrifice with your business, 
All right, if you can sacrifice for five years like a lot of cats wouldn't, mm-hmm. you'll leave the re- you'll live the rest of your life like a lot of cats can't. Mm. Okay, mm. and that's yeah. real. And that yeah. five year goes by. All right, but guess what? You gotta know. You gotta know what to do, how to do. Right. You gotta know what to do, how to do. I gotta hold the mic. Yeah, you right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You gotta know what to do, how to do, and when to do it. You know, opportunity doesn't always knock. I've missed out on a couple of shots. Some major joints, you know, all right. But yet, still, guess what? You keep banging. You learn every time. Like we, we, I would say me and me and Jay in his, I can say business now. Yeah. Um, we in his in in his business. We at first was like, well, and this is going to happen in X amount of years and X amount of time. And I I think we've both gotten to a point where I want to say maybe between nineteen and twenty, we were like, yo. We have to really figure out what it is that we're going to be, right? And once we figure out what it is we're going to be, we got to lay like lay that lay that foundation out. Mm-hmm. So in laying the foundation out, you know, we low key we start meeting people. I.e., we meet terror. We go to terror, and then we frequent terror more often because we want to we want to we want to see what makes what makes terror terror. Like we want to, we want to actually get to a point where we are the people that the guys that are just like, hey, how I see you, like, yeah. yo, that's Terrence, like, that's the owner. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, but, but I'm blessed. I understand. But, but, but when we say, but when we say, when I see you, like the the fact that I can actually, I'm I'm allowed to text your number and I get a text back. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's that's means something to us. As guys wow, coming thank up, you and, humbly. You know, thank nah, you humbly. No, real talk, because yeah, that means that means a lot to us. I feel like I'm getting emotional, but I like, no, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, real talk, man. No, stop, bro. I feel no, nah, real talk, because no, no, you don't understand like, because no, I mean, we no but I understand. We we started this podcast in 2017, not knowing that we were gonna make an impact on entrepreneurship. All we were doing was just talking. And we were just like so gung ho on like podcast, like we're gonna have a podcast, and podcast was like it. And we get to the point where like we're we're going out, and then somebody's like, "Hey, did you hear my cousin's podcast? Or did you hear my brother's podcast? Or you hear my friend's podcast?" And then that turns into like, "Hey, weren't you the guys that da 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 da?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's us." And then we go to the wine fest, the wine yeah, fest wow, we went to, and it's like, "I heard you guys," and we're like, "Oh snap, that's what's up!" Like, hey. Group, yeah. yeah, then we get to the point of like just being out, meeting people. We we just low key meet people, rub elbows, and not even realizing who we're rubbing elbows with. But then to the point of we're hosting events where we're making names for ourselves, and then to the point of Clarence, you, uh, Fani, like the the guys who like are true to those. 50s and 60s values of like foundations of creating generational wealth or just generational like blackness blackness yeah. the guys the, the the men and that's what that's what's so important to me probably why I get emotional because it's men yeah. you feel me that are creating those generational wealths for us to look up to mm-hmm. because we don't have many examples of that to look forward to you know what I mean it's we've gotten away from looking up to people and it's like, we see what they're doing, but not nah, fuck that. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We are still from a, you know, real talk. We're from a. No, but that's real. Yeah, but we're 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 from my fault. We're from a generation where I still look up to my uncles. I still look up to those guys who still give us those generational blackness, those wealths that I can take those blue collar mentalities and use them into what we're trying to build, mm-hmm. like you did. Yeah, and I mean that. That's why I'm laughing because it, it's real. Yeah, I mean you're hitting it right on the head. I yeah. mean a lot of those values haven't been taught. Yeah. If and I mean you can go through. I mean I have I, I get blessed with so many energies and conversation that most of the teachers are um, white females in our schools, so our boys don't really get any opportunities or whatever. And then and then some of the the brothers that are in there, um, you know, they change. You know, they put on khaki, they put on khaki pants and penny loafers, and and they make their polo shirt pop up in the back, and now they're they're acting like somebody else, and they're not coming in with beads on. They don't wear a daishiki. They don't have the conversation and choice. Nah, 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 <laughs> you know nah, what I mean? Nah, and it's real. real. I'm, I'm, but point, I mean, it's real. Yeah. But I tell you, when I, my first Zoom call in a new get, I was like, "Yo, it was a brother in there. Last name was X." And on his Zoom had his locks in the, in the hat with the dashiki on. I was yeah. like, yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> no, no, Game on, son. <laughs> it probably seemed very insignificant, yeah. but to a black man in, in corporate, like, that means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot. It means a lot. Like, all right, yeah, no, I'm validated. Like, yo, I know I, I said I was going to be myself, but no, this validates me. Like, yo, you getting Jeremy, Just be you. Get Come Jeremy on. with the knuckles, yo. This Come on. Uh, bees all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what it is. And even to, the, it's even to the video, the J. Cole video, like, we joke. We, listen, I am the biggest joker of all of yeah. both of us. Right. But, like, I tell people, like, you know, like, we had a video. I was like, yeah, we only rock organic pieces out here. Like, we only yeah, organic pieces, and we do this and do that. But I, but we, we say it jokingly, but we mean it so well because we're trying to stay so true to what has been passed down and given to us, and we know what lineage that we both come from. We know what's out there. And that's real. We and see, see a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't understand. The society you know does I mean? not want to look back and, at that. And guess what? Um, with <clears throat> the smartphones and stuff, it's even more challenging. Bro. Because they've given them some other kind of cycle, something, whatever, to actually believe and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the route started with here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I'm excited. We got a new store opening up on St. Paul at 25th blessings. Street. Oh, the root blessings, store. Blessings, blessings. Really? You know what I mean? I've, we've been working on it at the beginning of COVID. And it's, and it's one of the co-ops. Oh. It's one of the co-ops. So we're going to have a space that if you're doing a product or something, guess what? I got space for you. You know, everybody needs, their, everybody needs the ability to size up. You have a great market, but you got 500 dirty. people. But then what dirty. happens if you jump into a market where they got 10,000 people? Yeah. All right? And it is an awesome concept. You know, I got another pitch in with uh, Mr. Bramble right now in reference to doing something. You know, real crazy in town. You know, I'm not waiting for nobody to follow nobody. I'm leading. Yeah. And I mean, that's what we have to do in the city right now. We have to really lead. But um, that I'm excited about that. You know, because part of it is a spinoff in reference to, yeah. I, I think I found the problem for uh, the food deserts. Hmm. I think I found okay. the problem for the food deserts. I've been talking to a lot of people. Yeah. I've been, uh, had an awesome conversation with, Robert Mannequin in reference to uh, in reference to uh, this concept of putting these major supermarkets within our community with the cooperative the street, development yeah. too in it. 
You feel what I'm saying? Of where, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not a restaurant, not just a grocery store, but now you got a space of where you have eight, nine, ten micro businesses. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that the grocery store doesn't compete with them. I mean, these are the concepts that we know. Enough of this on our on our knees. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to get to the point that we're really lifting our community up on our feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not gonna happen the old way because they want too many safeties on it. Okay. Too many contingencies. All right. Yeah. They want it's it's too much. You know what I mean? I'm having challenges right now in reference to really not no challenges. They amateurs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> but uh I'm having to be distracted a little bit mm-hmm. because I have to deal with zoning or the zoning hearing and I'm keeping twenty I'm keeping twenty families popping. But yet wow. they're making concessions over the whole city. But yet wow. still, I have to still be that. But I'm good with it. Because guess what? I was built for it. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. worry about it. But what it shows, it just shows how strong and how resilient we are. I mean, we've been mm-hmm. battling since day one. Yeah. In the middle of COVID, uh, me creating a space outside that is so beautiful. That Man, is, I, that that want, actually, that that just really eliminates that, that COVID fatigue for a minute. Yeah, and guess what? It's very receptive. You know, on Monday nights when you came, you seen from 8 to 80, mm-hmm. blind, crippling, crazy. <laughs> You're seeing white, black, plaid, Everybody. green, blue, purple. Everybody. Everybody. And they were talking. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were they were speaking. Mm-hmm. All right? And they were having an understanding. So guess what? Now, now when Miss Weinstein gets on the elevator, uh, the 60-year-old Jewish lady, maybe she doesn't grab her pocketbook when little Ishmael get on. Yeah. Because guess what? She had an awesome conversation mm-hmm. with a young black kid that was playing a saxophone on Monday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the narratives that have to while, be created. While she was playing the flute. Come on. <laughs> while she was playing the flute. Yeah. She was killing it. Yeah. She was bodied she, she, it? she bodied it last Monday. I ain't Come gonna on. hold you. I'm she bodied it last Monday. And there's nothing, and guess what? All of that energy, that's free. Yeah. That's free. You know what I mean? And and that's And that's something that you know, that if we had within the city itself that, that one little template. Mm-hmm. So if you had 10 of those, Good. okay, the amount of, because right now we, everything is uh, Fells Point, all right? Harbor East, all right? And, and, uh, and that goes Light to Street. That economics we talk and, about. And, not, and, none, and none of that is our money. No. You know what I mean? When you look at the structure of the city, that if you look in the black communities right now in Baltimore City, you have this new thing. A little dust, dust. Yeah, you got. Have a little. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You got. Hey, hey, hey. Of All right. Um, you have a new thing that they're creating so many green spaces. Yeah. And like I said before, I'm a tree hugger. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. But right now. All right, I don't need bike line lanes in our community. Right. They're wrestling with that on Glens Falls, which I'm not even understanding. Okay. All right, you got dog parks popping up everywhere. I'm not saying that. I'm not, we won't we'll cuss a couple of lists, mm-hmm. but you guess what? I would rather have. I would have to have. I would rather have in our communities. I know what we need. We need green economic spaces. Mm-hmm. We need spaces for micro business where we're bringing some green in. Yeah. All right, that's what's going to change the narrative. Because while you're creating industry and you're creating ownership, you're creating things that are legacy within your community. You're using our community just where it's a feel good. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want any more smoke and mirrors. It's done. Or the places you, you don't want in your communities. Yeah. I don't need another uh, methadone clinic. In, yeah, in the neighborhood. don't come on, baby. I, I don't need another. Come on, right now where I'm at in two one two one eight. In two one two one eight, you have maybe there's eight methadone clinics. Wow. Now, if I'm not all next to liquor stores, it makes absolutely no sense. Oh, you need something to drink when you come out there. Come on, stop playing. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Okay. 
It's a setup. You no. already know what's a setup. I, 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 well, I, well, you want to know what the whole no. si- the whole system within the city is? <laughs> a liquor store next to a CVS, like why? I, I get you addicted. It's a boxing or methadone. Now like why? Why is there? Why is there a liquor? Store? There's a liquor store next well, to a CVS. Well, you want to know what? See, that's another conversation yeah. because that's part of Baltimore City. You have to see when you talk about the actual black butterfly. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what it really is. You're talking about that you have two or three percent that controls ninety five percent of the money that comes into Baltimore City, mm-hmm. or ninety eight percent of the money that comes into Baltimore City for trauma. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now understand that it is slavery. Mm-hmm. If no one has told you, if you have not figured it out, all right, call somebody, tell them to tune in right now. You're gonna get a little lesson about this slavery, yeah. okay? Because it's four basic crops. If you look at Baltimore City, that each each of mm-hmm. those dysfunction incarceration. Yep. Mental trauma, mm-hmm. okay, homelessness, all right, and addiction. And see, addiction doesn't have to always be drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. It could be self-destruction. It could be so many, it could be that self-hatred, mm-hmm. okay? All right, so it could be so much. Now, each one of those are worth $80,000 a piece. So if you got, a, if I got a methadone clinic, okay, and I got 100 people. It's a cash cow. What am I doing? Do I really cow. want you to get better? No, and that, that's my. Do issue. I really, really want you they to get better? Absolutely, at no point. Want much okay, and I'm they gonna, give you no wraparound services, and it's so nothing. It's, it's, and it's, it's nothing. Okay. When you give, I'm, I'm setting it up for you to come back. You already know. I see you shaking. You yeah, already know. Because you, you got me on my soapbox. <laughs> it, it, <it's>, wow, <laughs> that's my thing. Um, because to really, it's the first step. It's a great concept. I get you off the street drug onto the synthetic drug, and then what's supposed to happen is now I own I you, you. I get you off of this synthetic drug by giving you wraparound services, therapy, um, access to you know good good healthcare, help you get on your feet, jobs and things. Now to the point you don't need me, but at some point if I get people that not don't need me, I'm gone. So now nah, come here, get your micro doses. Come here, keep doing, keep come on, come here, and they just. And they hurt them like, and, it, and my my frustration after visiting them, they they treat our people like cattle. They are cattle, brother. They, and they I mean, I mean, even you in at at with a number, and it's a guard that looks like us but has no respect. And they they, they look at they, they create zombies, and just the way that you're just you're just a case, the, you're just a folder, all right, and that's the sad part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and, and please understand it's a cycle. You don't always have to stay in one field. Just like they rotate crops, you get out of jail, or you go back to the same neighborhood, yeah. all right? What happens? Maybe you, maybe you start hustling again. Maybe you get hustled. Yeah. Maybe your family say, you know what, you ain't bringing no bread in here, you gotta get out, now you're homeless. Maybe mm-hmm. the, proce- the process of going being incarcerated, being homeless, Fighting against getting addiction, you just lose it. You just go crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. And the one thing is this, is that you have someone that lives in PG County or lives in Virginia somewhere mm-hmm. deciding in reference to how you are, what you are. You know what I mean? These are some of the key things in reference to repairing the city. You can't keep bringing outside sources trying to repair the city. It just does not work. You're going, you're recruiting people that don't have that learning curve of understanding how the city moves. It has to be FUBU. It has to be for us and by us. Yeah. And it, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I'm tired of seeing outside 
nonprofits created in our city going after that same reentry money to find a problem or create a, a problem thinking that you're helping but you're really perpetuating the system that's all it is yeah. all right and you want to know what i kind of really figured out why they why they go outside all the time i know a lot of soldiers i know a lot of warriors out here doing awesome work that, that and, and they have and they and they've been pimped though you know what i mean mm. they've been pimped they actually run up on you and say, hey i got you what 50 60 grand Got a program, but you didn't look at the bottom line. The program was bringing in five million. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. Now, remember we talked about a business having an energy. Yeah. You have an energy, and that's the part about the social. I'm going to say it all night. The social enterprise it is mandatory. We are so powerful, and we are not maximizing. Right. Okay, say maximum because now they guess what? Now that I get all of, I get your energy. You're going to introduce me to all those people you know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get your face. I'm going to get your vibe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create a program. And guess what happened? I'm done. I don't need you no more. Mm -hmm. If anything, only thing you are is you're just that, you're just that little carrot on a string for me. You know? And so many cats have left these programs and they've created millions of dollars for our city and they haven't had healthy programs. Yeah. These programs come and fade and in and out. And that's why I look oh, at the like concept that. of what we're doing when we're building the programs. We need to build those programs in our community. Mm -hmm. But they need to be also linked, linked with for-profits. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because one of the things is this, is that now you got somebody that can really support your program when it doesn't go right. Yeah. Okay? They have the ability to maximize on the tax advantages of supporting your program, but also set it up in a situation of where that when the grant money does come in, they're actually paid back for the extension of what they've done. Mm -hmm. And I mean, these are the systems that we're going to have to use to actually take over this black butterfly, because if not, it's crazy. I mean, when you look at the Alice report and the level of poverty in Baltimore City, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable. You know, nationally, you're at what, 15 to about 20? Baltimore itself is about maybe 30. Right. But when you talk Baltimore City, you're at 85 point like 6%, 86% is living below poverty in Baltimore City. Mm -hmm. And um and that's not a good number when you look at the majority of the people here about 60 to 70% are all black. That's, that's a heavy number in our community. That's deep. Yeah. He's letting it pause for a second to let it breathe right there. Well, while we pause, <laughs> listen, we got we got to give a shout out to yeah. uh TNT Diva and the, and the oh, leftover yeah. and the vibe curators, the leftovers uh, venue. Venue, like yeah, I said, oh, that's venue. where we are. Tonight, yeah, we, we are, we are definitely venue. here. I know you guys are used to seeing us in the the dungeon, the uh, basement Studio, of Bur yeah. the bourbon and basements. But tonight we have uh, made our way to the um, for the culture room, mm -hmm. uh, one of the many rooms that is here in the uh, leftovers palace. And uh, we, 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 yeah, it's a palace. Trust me, it's a palace with yeah, a lot of really hot energy here. Listen, yeah. with, with a lot of hidden gems, with a lot of vintage uh, reminders of where we come from, with a lot of vintage, just, just a black awesomeness. Like it is some, some not so black. Like I'm looking at something right now that's from Greece and it's not so black, but it still fits the vibe. Yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. yeah but at the end of the that day, that era, that time. Yeah, yeah, but but at the end of the day, like, um, but you see the queen like right above you. Mm -hmm. See the queen is is always prevalent. Always right there. Um, but yeah, we had a we had a dope uh, event that me and myself myself and uh, Jeremy were 
uh, bartending tonight, and it was for the Baltimore City Public School Systems. Yeah, teachers. Um, outreach. Uh, yeah, it was it was an outreach program for for all the all the teachers um, came through, and we were just uh, bartending some some light. We'll call it light libations. Mm-hmm. We'll give them some. We gave them some light libations yeah. for the night. Um, we made some networks. We we networked very good, and then uh, brother Terrence came through and blessed us for this awesome awesome podcast with yeah. which i'm so glad this has happened because i didn't know That's you real. were like i knew you, knew, you know what you, you didn't know you know what i mean you yeah. know when somebody's like yeah connected in team brother got knowledge yeah. but how do i get to the knowledge that's the key sometimes that's that's what that's what my premise or i want to say my vibe that i got from you is whenever i meet a black man and he greets me with the peace God or King or with the right energy. Couple with the right, right energy, energy with the I've right energy. I need God. to I need to be in a room with him and let him talk. I don't even need to be next to him. I need to be in the corner. Listen. And I need to listen. Because that, I'm a, go ahead. Because that's our era as well. Because we started with like we wanted to have Terrence on the podcast yeah. for a while. But we never took it as him blowing us off and being Mm-mm. Um, unapproachable. Was, we got we gonna wait our turn mm-hmm. until we, we we've accomplished enough that the the, the that our elder with respect that our elder <laughs> hey the, elder. <laughs> <laughs> the baby brother that, my little cousin that we've done enough and we we've researched yeah. enough knowledge that he's like yes I'll sit with yeah. you you know that that type of thing it's it's the the respect and the deference yeah. I think that we approach it with yeah. Um, to your point, yeah. Yeah, so even watch, okay, case in point, we watched Wu-Tang today, right? Absolutely. So watching them watching them on the come up, you've seen the Wu-Tang, watching the Wu-Tang series? A little bit of it. So even watching the Wu-Tang series, like, you watch their come up, and they had to, like, low-key, high-key, wait their turn. Yeah. Everybody has to wait their turn to, like, and that's what that was us. So it was like, yo, we got to get them on the podcast. We yeah. were eager. Right, but, but waiting your turn turn doesn't mean wait. You still moving. You never get caught. Yeah, no, but I'm saying we did our right. own thing. It's a season. Yeah, it's, it's a season. season. You really, you really don't wait. Yeah, I'm not. You know what I mean? It's a season. The season part of your journey. Yes, yeah. but it you was just mean? it was just a point in time right. where for us to be well, like. Remember, you always got to have a vision to go to. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. It was always just a point in time for us. Like, look, even though we haven't been to as many Monday nights as we used to go. I mean, the world but, changed for a period. Nah, but but you but COVID aside, yeah, we haven't been to as many Monday nights as we could and should have been. But we our faces are recognizable enough to where as though he's seen us before. Clarence has seen us enough to where as though like in Spence. Yeah. So it's like even though we haven't been there enough, it's mm-hmm. like even we can say we can we actually have the 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 notoriety in a sense to say hey what's up we can we can say brother Terrence we can say Terrence yo Terrence what up we can we can be like yeah. we can be like that now you we get a like, you know you get a head nod yeah I can, I can be like yo hey hey what's up you know, we, maybe a yam <laughs> yeah I don't know if you're a yamin yet <laughs> oh we a yamin brother yeah, we, 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 we had a mean brother we yeah. had a mean we had a mean but. But, but 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 we've we've grown enough in in our podcast and our entrepreneurship to where as though like when we come to when we come to Terra and we see, even if we sit in the corner we see days days we give love to Deja even yeah. when we see we, we wait till Clarence finishes set when when it's time for 
that feel good to be done. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah. that feel good yeah. and Clarence Ward. Even when it's time for it said to be done, up, yeah. we don't immediately go up to approach him. He like looks in the crowd to see who's here. Yeah. And then if we just having a chat, he'll come up behind like, man, what y'all doing yeah, here? It's like, yo, it's, it's family, yeah. it's yeah. family. But you wanna know what one of the things if I could share with y'all in reference to your journey of growth is, yo, listen, forward. Mm -hmm. All right, some people gonna love you. Some people gonna hate you. Forward. The acceptance is it's you. You know what I mean? It had nothing in reference to me being here today. It had nothing in reference to when you grow. Guess what? There was a hiccup in the schedule. Mm -hmm. I had some time, yeah. and we got it in. It there good. was energy that was felt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I seen y'all. I, I, I definitely have seen y'all getting y'all work in. Mm -hmm. You know, definitely awesome with that. And I mean, through all COVID, the whole nine yards, and I've seen how you've grown. You know, consistently. You know what I mean? So. You know, we've had the conversation yeah. doing something up at the cafe. Absolutely. We'll finish that yeah, up yeah. and we'll definitely find a space up there for you to do something at your will when you want to. Mm -hmm. But um, yo, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate Don't worry you, about man. what nobody else say. Guess what? Nine times out of ten, they ask wrong anyway, shit. <laughs> okay. I, I got, yeah, I got, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I got one more question for you, then we 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 we'll shut it down and we keep talking, we keep talking. But have you been to the Museum of African American History and Culture? No, I haven't yet. I haven't had okay. that chance yet. We got, we got to have a trip because a lot of people who haven't. You haven't been there. No. Oh. Yeah. So we got, we got to do a trip. But it, it's a beautiful museum in DC. Um, I enjoy because it, it, it talks about slavery, but it also shows the the, the black beautiful um, as you go up. So I realized when I'm first time went, it was me, uh, my two brothers, my father, my father's twin brother. So we got a trip when the, you know when it first opened. My first thought was, wow, it's a museum about me. Down to it's an exhibit about how black men pose when they take a picture on cars. And wow, I was like, wow, I do stand like that. And you know, so it was real deep. But just imagine you've been to the museum, you're walking out of it, and someone grabs you by the arm. They say, oh man, it's Brother Terrence, Terry Cafe, man, I love your fish sandwiches. I need you to come speak. You're like, speak? I'm, I'm, I'm just down here. I'm here with Bourbon and Boy Shorts, we hanging. And they're like, no, we need you to come speak. So they grab you, they pull you to the podium. You're like, all right, you, I need you to speak to the crowd. So you look at the uh, the crowd. Um, it's a sea of people. It looks like a million people. So you look deeper. It's a sea of a million black people. You're like, wow, it's a lot of people. You look closer, it's a sea of black men. You at the real brother much. And you can ask a million black men one question, and they'll each give you an answer. What question are you asking? I like this pregnant pause. I like this. What question am I answering? What question yeah. am I asking them? A million black men, and they'll. But in the, I think the unique thing is each man is going to give you his answer, his his honest truth. Who are you doing it for? Mm. Who am I doing it for? I'm gonna be honest. Some days I'm doing it for me. Some days I'm doing it for my mother. Um, most days I'm doing it, you know, for the children, for my kids. Um, honestly, really close to my father, and but in everything I do, I measure it up against him. Um, awesome I, tape measure. Yeah, I'm I'm, for, awesome I'm fortunate, measure. you know, that awesome I measure. have him there. That's that's because he's 
I I pray I can be half the man he is. I that like if I do that, I've 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 accomplished something. So who am I doing it for? It's for those things. Like I realize I'm transitioning to a place where I'm taking care of my mom. So I was like, hey, I can't like it to the point where it's like I can't twist my ankle because literally there, then there is no one to take care of my mother. Like literally no one there to get her sit her up and get her out of the bed. Like so when you say who am I doing it for? Like to that to you buying a block and you go to the SBA, you need insurance. Like I need insurance on everything. Like. So when I'm doing things, I'm like, all right, life insurance. This because if something happened to me, you I'm, need to make sure that you're protected. I'm, I, the accountability is heavy now. It's different. And man. see that, and it's that's different. what happens. That's what happens. See within our cycle, yeah. we, when we talked earlier, yeah. that that we've been brainwashed to give excuses for self. I can't give no excuse for my mom. I can't give no excuse for my dad. Yeah. When my kids call, I can't give no excuse. Yeah. Even my first wife. All right, mm-hmm. can't give no excuse. There are certain things that that we're accountable for as men. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's one of the things that have really yeah. been pushed away from us. You know what I mean? All the way back to segregation, hmm. when sisters were allowed to work at the office, yeah. and they they saw how you know Mr. Leibowitz was, you mm-hmm. know. Smoking cigarettes, yeah. whiskey, making martinis, mm-hmm. doing the cha cha, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, handle, and handle our women. Mm-hmm. Okay, he didn't only just handle it and and rough them up physically, but right. it was the mental part of it because mm-hmm. then when you they came home to you, yeah. you didn't have the suit on, son. Yeah, you, you, you smell like you smell like the trash truck because you work. Yeah, because I work on a trash truck. Yeah. Okay, and also guess what? You didn't make as much as me. So that was one of the things how they pushed us out. They devalued the men back at that point in time. That's why we couldn't go in those places. Mm-hmm. When I tell sisters they're in business, they're doing business, I don't care who it is. White, black, purple, man, whatever. Yeah. All right, you get a brother behind you. You tell him to look at whoever that person is in the eye. That's real. And you just focus on him. Mm-hmm. He don't got to say nothing. So if you got to go outside and say, brother, come on inside, hold on to this 20 and just stand and look this man in the eye. All right, changes the whole because time. it changed the whole conversation. The power of a black man is 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 is. I, I don't even know how you even you know mm-hmm. calculate it. I don't even know okay. how you phantom it because within all cultures, all right, we're loved but feared. Mm. They want to be like us, but they're scared. Yeah. That's real. They scared, bro. That's real. We've said that a lot. Yeah. They, the energy that yeah. you ain't got to turn around. Right. The, the energy is still there mm-hmm. of being of being feared by us. And the thing is, we're not we're not people to be feared of. You feel me? No, we're not. But do you know why they're feared of us? Because they know what the power we possess. But also, they know the power that they've put in us. Yes. That if guess what? If we treat them. Like they treated us, would they survive? Absolutely not. Could they handle it? Absolutely not. They would be broken. Absolutely not. So see, when they look at you, they don't look at you and fear you in that way. Or they fear us in that way, but also they fear that, that remember we talked about that balance, that cycle? Yeah. They have fear about all of what was put out of how it's coming back. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And you're the applicator, you're the wrath. So if we, if we if we start walking to your point, if we start walking in our true light, 
and really like walking our true light and our power and, and, and give that energy that we that we've accepted, allowed and enabled for however many years. It's it's past four hundred. If we if we give that same energy back like tenfold, like really tenfold, and we're peaceful. And at the end of the day, that's what you, they fear that and peace. that's and that's the part. We are still so peaceful with it. Like, I mean, we have our rebels. We have our rebels with a cause. We have our rebels without a cause. We have our radicals. <laughs> nah, real, real talk. Yeah, yeah. We have we have our rebels. We we have our people who make who make statements. We have our oh, movements, Black, Black Lives Matter. Matter. We, we have, have, we have, we have all these things. But if we really, as a nation, as a people, really rise up, all across, like, we come to a point like, yo, today is National Black People Day. Nobody else gets to move but us. If that happens, power. They're done. Yeah. Power. They're done. And then everybody recognizes how much how much we can really move shit and stop shit. They, they, do you, they, do you they understand? Do you understand that that's how a lot of the cycle works? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, as these holidays go by, you know, Halloween, St. Patrick's, they all the ones that really are not connected to us at all. Yeah. All right. And how we embrace it so much. Like you said, what happened to these were African base or black we base. Them up. Yeah. All right. The power. Mm-hmm. All right. The power. Unbelievable. That's real. Listen, it's all called knowledge of self. It's knowledge of self. Right. Is what is what we need to start living in is knowledge of knowledge of self. Mm-hmm. Once we live in that and we say who we do it for, we do it for ourselves. But we also mm-hmm. do it for ourselves of the people that have no knowledge of self. Yeah. So I don't usually get too, too deep, but you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, this is who we do it for. It's we do it for the knowledge of self. Because once we're out of here, our kids got to carry that on. They got to carry that knowledge of self. Their kids got to carry that knowledge of self. So we have to keep that going. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. It's how I view it. We all got our different viewpoints, but at the end of the day, if we all, as a community, and we're all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's knowledge of self. Mm-hmm. But we can't be scared to learn that knowledge of self. Like we and we can't be lazy and learning that knowledge of self. We can't like get to one chapter and like, nah, let me skip through. Let me Google the reviews or let me Google the ending. Don't Google nothing. Read that shit all over. That's it. That's the importance of who do we do it for? What do we do it for? That becomes that important. Read it through. Knowledge of self. Book by black people. <laughs> That's real. Terrence, I want to say thank you, man. Thank you for, for coming over. Thank you so much for having me over. No, man, this is a great conversation. Have it more times and keep it going. Um, but at least this portion of it, we're going to stop, stop it and then we start back up. We can do that later. But, you know, I definitely want to say thank you, man. This is a treat. It's a pleasure. And I hope no, we, hopefully we can build more like this. this. You know, we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure out, out, you know, doing something that terror, that's the easy part. part. But the but conversation is going to work. work. You know what? We had a great conversation tonight. And I'm actually figuring out where we are. I'd like to have that conversation next with y'all about where we go. So maybe we'll do that. And we'll take that conversation. We'll do it at terror. We'll have that backdrop. And that'll be. I like that. That's a good look. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
So man, shout out, shout out, one more shout out to uh, leftovers and uh, leftovers and I think it's the curators, the vibe curators, the vibe curators, um, for letting us host here and letting us be a part of the Baltimore City Schools teachers event. And um, we got to give a super huge shout out to Terra Cafe and the man behind the uh, vibe itself. Um, turns to socials. You can follow Terra Cafe. Yes. Uh, what's the address? I, I just know how to get there. Um, uh, 101 East 25th Street. That's 101 East 25th. Follow us at Terra Cafe B-more. Mm-hmm. All right. On Facebook, on Instagram. We brought up another one, too. Yeah. And also on TD Sizzle. I put a lot of stuff on. TD Sizzle. Yeah. TD Sizzle. Yeah. And the Jerk Garden. The Jerk Garden. And, of course, uh, Terra Love Consulting. And then Terra Love Consulting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a whole lot. Yeah. You're doing a lot. <laughs> moving forward that's yeah. where we at yeah, I, I think, I think that's we, the matches of the night we, 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 yeah moving forward moving forward yeah. knowledge of self and moving forward moving forward with knowledge of self I think I think for you show and I title. we got some definitely is a show title some some next steps and some ideas yeah um, when we get when we get to our next phase to sit down with Terra Consultants yeah cause I, I really like the things I didn't know you that's the things you were having even the, the, the bamboo program yeah, um, you know. but I think that's the vein because for us, I, part of our five-year goal is to own a brick and mortar. Um, I'll share the well, no, we share the concept. We want to have a more of an intimate bourbon lounge that can sustain, you know, live music as well. But you know, to play on the things that we're, you know, we're truly passionate about, interested in. Awesome. Um, so when we sit down at Terra, those are the things we're looking at. It's like we like that, but for us, we might tweak it like this. Mm-hmm. So we exactly. supporting that, and, and exactly, you know, and that, that's what. Please yeah. understand. Nobody's gonna reinvent the wheel. Yeah, nah. he's gonna put rims on it. <laughs> it's definitely gonna be different rims on it. It's gonna yeah, be a different so car. It's, it's no, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. And that's that's the good part. Yeah, you know, definitely, you know, humble to be able to help you guys. Awesome. It's a lot of food for thought. I appreciate yeah. you, Terrence. Appreciate you. So, I don't have anything. I know yeah. we don't have no extravagant clink tonight. Yeah. But uh, if we can, we can put our we fists together fist bump, yeah. and just say love, life, and libations, love, life, and libations. peace, and love. And uh, remember, people, knowledge yourself. Voices and drums, original instruments in the flesh, presently presenting my representation with that word. Knowledge Determination with that word. Determination with that word. Determination with that word. Determination with that word. So count your blessings, cause time can't define the essence But you stressing over time and you follow the Roman calendar These people in the cloning like Attica You can bet they trying to lock you down like Attica The African diaspora represents strength in numbers A giant can't slumber forever I know you gotta get that cheddar, whatever And yo, I heard you twice the first time, money, get it together You must be history, you repeating yourself out of the pages You keeping yourself depleting your spiritual wealth That quick cash, you'll get your ass quick fast And houses of detention, inner city concentration camps Where no one pays attention to mentions the essential of death till nothing's left the young gifted in black is sprung addicted to crack all my people where you at cause y'all ain't here and your heroes using your mind as a canvas to paint fear with broad brush strokes and tales of incarceration you get out of jail with that knowledge of self-determination standing ovation because you put the human human